Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody. Tonight, Ed uh, Blaine Nurse will not be with us. Um, he's out, and so um, it'll be us two, and then we have a special guest tonight. So if this is the first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women gain control of their lives. Tonight's topic is going to be a great one. It's going to be about a business owner's point of view of homelessness. I would like to take this time to open up and welcome Javier from Sombreros. Welcome, Javier. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Oh, we're glad to have you. This is going to be an exciting night. Uh, you know, Javier, um, I know that you own a few businesses here in San Diego and then through the East County. Can you give us a little bit about that? Yeah. So we're, um, me personally, I'm a third generation. Uh, we're a third generation business. Um, we're locally owned and operated restaurants, Sombrero Mexican Food. We're located throughout San Diego, um, primarily in the East County. So, you know, teaming up with you and all that you do, it's obviously very relevant. We, um, we, well, I live in East County. I live in El Cajon and we have multiple locations throughout East County predominantly. And, um, so what you do, we're very familiar with, Uh, you know, we deal with it on a daily basis. We see it firsthand, um, you know, the good, the bad, and, um, you know, we, in, in, Part of our thing is to, as a business, we serve our obviously our customers, we serve our staff, but we also serve our community. So we're always trying to balance those those three areas and um, just be a good uh, partner with the community. And um, yeah, that's what we do. You know, especially being family owned and operated, we've been in business in San Diego since 1984. Mm-hmm. So we've been around a long time. We've seen the evolution of San Diego, and um, yeah, we're just ingrained in the community and. We like to, um, you know, we, we do what we do as a business to serve the community. And then we also support groups um, throughout the county that do different outreach and um, just helping people in need. So that's that's part of our you know, DNA. Uh, I'm so grateful to have you as a partnership up with Cornerstone Transitional Housing. I know that you uh, your heart is really goes out for the homeless and the needy out there, and um, we're such a blessing. Um, you said you started the business in 1984, so you, you're, um, you're, sec- you're second or third generation? Yeah, third generation. So my dad, Javier Sr., mm-hmm. he actually, so my grandparents originally started it. They got out of the business. My dad reopened it, what it is today, um, you know, from the ground up. He started, you know, uh, no money. Um, he did all the work himself, literally built it from the ground up, and then, so I'm third generation. Um, and I've started, you know, I've been in the, working in the business since I was 10 years old mm. and, you know, I've evolved with the business. I've kind of brought in my generation, all the changes that come with that and, um, just keep evolving as a business kind of, you know, just as you grow in life, we've d- done the same thing as a business. So mm-hmm. we kind of try to, you know, li- live our lives the same way. And it's very, being a family business, it's very closely held. It's very personal. Our heart is in the business and part of that business is being in the communities that 
that, that we serve. So. Amen. You know what? I tell you, I do love your food. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not being, you know, partial, but I say, and I do really love your food. You know, um, you know, um, I know that your heart is really to the homeless and I know you mentioned that and you said that just a little bit ago, but, um, can you give me some descriptions on how you, um, I know, let me put it this way. Let's go back. Let's take a step back. I know that you deal with a lot of the homeless around your businesses. Do they go out there and try to, uh, nice word saying, panhandle or anything like that? Can you give us a little description which you deal with as a business owner? Because a lot of business owners say, oh, man, I have a lot of problem with these people and yeah. they do this and that. So why don't you give us your point of view on that, that take? Yeah. So, I mean, we all are, it's really no secret, but, you know, we see, we see the good, the bad, the ugly. And it's just part of the bigger problem. You know, it's so homelessness is so there's so many areas of it. It's just not one broad stroke. So, yeah, we unfortunately we see a lot of the bad. Um, We have 24 hour locations in East County. You know, literally we have one on either side of El Cajon. So we see, you know, we see a lot. And uh, (laughs) unfortunately, you know, some of the stuff that we deal with is um, the drug use you know, loitering, trash, harassing customers, just, you know, the ugly side of it and the unfortunate side of it. And um, so, yeah, we have to deal with it and it becomes, you know, kind of a burden for our business. You know, it takes away from our core business of you know, um, making Mexican food and serving our guests and employing people. And um, but, yeah, so it is definitely a burden on our business that we we deal with daily. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the unfortunate side of it. Um but yeah, you know, in, in homeless uh, coming in and uh, locking themselves in our bathroom, we deal with that and ha- having to deal with the authorities to help, you know, police it. But um, yeah, so that's some of the, the tough stuff. It You know, it just kind of spills into the businesses, unfortunately. And, um, you know, from a business standpoint, you know, our number one responsibility is to serve our guests and, 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 and have a safe place for our employees to work. You know, so that definitely is a part that's added to the day-to-day so you know i was going to ask um re-edify on that when you say that they hassle your customers and they do some certain things uh, now is this just uh one of them or two of them or is it a whole lot uh, can you is it is it just or is it just one of the two of the a- bad apples as yeah. we always say it's kind of a mixed bag because you have a few that are a few bad apples that you know, I, I get it. They're trying to just make it through their day. And most of them, honestly, you talk to them, you talk to them with, with respect, which we do. We're direct. Hey, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm sorry. You can't be hanging out here. You can't be uh, um, bothering customers or, you know, unfortunately, I'm gonna, you know, we do it respectfully. And most of them just move on. They, you know, they're, they're not there to uh, start any trouble. But, yeah, you always have a few bad apples um, that get aggressive. You know, we've been spit at, swung at, kicked at. You know, we, it's, it's dangerous. So, Mm -hmm. but you know, those, there's always a few bad apples. So it's, and me personally, from the outside in, I, um, um, I'm able to kind of see it as the bigger picture, but you know, on the day to day with the employees and customers, they, they get a snapshot of it where it's, it's, it's a, it's a scary, it could be a scary issue. So, yeah, you know, that's one thing about it. There is a, you know, a couple uh, that's with everybody in it in all races and every you know it, it it happens there's always one or two that you know makes it bad for all the rest of us i do like to hear that a lot of them you say that do move on and don't you know 
try to create any hassles. Yeah. You know, um, I, I'm just curious. Um, I know that you help us out there with the burritos and that, and, and your heart really is for helping the homeless and the needy. Um, where did you become aware of that, or when did you become aware of that, and what made, you know, what, what was it about that in your heart that just gave you that, you know, where you wanted to help? Yeah, so kind of as we operate as a business, or when I say business, it's pretty much family because how our family looks at it is, aside from just the homeless, we, we always, we really believe in connecting, encouraging people. That's how we run as a business. And, it, and obviously it's, it's in all walks of life. That's what we try to do is connect, encourage people. So specifically getting involved with you and, and, and other organizations as far as the burritos and we donate is, you know, I'm all about um, like it's everyone thinks it has to be a grandiose thing to get connected and involved. But really it starts as something as simple as, hey, John, uh, well, actually how we met was it was kind of one of my um, one of our leaders, one of our um, one of my operations managers, he was out doing something. He saw you in the park and we had excess burritos for whatever reason. I remember that. So day. he brought them over to you and said, Hey, yeah. we have these burritos. Can you put them to use? And you were like, heck yeah. And then, I need to talk to the owner. Yeah. And then, and then John got my information and followed up with me. And then we, we just started talking over the phone and I'm like, awesome. I love what you're doing. Why don't we, um, I'd be happy to support you. Cause you said you go out weekly and, um, mm-hmm. do the, uh, at the park. So we say, why don't we just do this on a weekly thing? And I think we're, we're running well over a year now. Oh, oh yeah. We're, Every Saturday we had the burritos 10 o'clock. They're ready. Yes. So on my end, I run a restaurant. I'm not out there doing uh, ministry. However, just by me being consistent and supporting you, then it's that ripple effect, um, that we could go out there and it, it I'm all about consistency. Start small, be consistent, and yes. then you know it'll, it'll go from there. The ripple effect, and everything will kind of take care of itself. But you got to start small, start somewhere, and then everything will kind of snowball from there. And, and that's what I've done in, in a lot of things, and that's how we got started. And then the more we talk, the more we got to know each other. You know, we still do the burritos weekly. Yes, we we've had some other donations that we were able to partner with, um, and it's exciting. I like to see it. It's right in my backyard. I know. You're out there in the streets. I've I've driven around with you on the, the, the hot team on yeah. the hot team yeah. out there in El Cajon, and yeah. I've seen it firsthand. I see the rapport you have with everyone, how you connect, and I mean anything that I could do to, you know, we've been blessed in a lot of ways, but any way I could connect our resources, um, you know, we're all about that, and and we start small, and then we just try to be consistent with it, and then opportunities will open up, and and I believe in that. So. You know, I love the word uh, the ripple effect. Um, you know, we used that a few uh, added a few. Uh, weeks ago about the ripple effect you know people if you can't get out there to do the serving or to help or you know but you have the heart for it you can always uh donate or you know because your tithing will, is actually you being out there it's not that we're out there you have to be there physically too just like what you're doing with the burritos you are a part of this program all the time i mean we talk we talk um we play stay pretty much in contact with each other and we go over some plans that we want to improvise and stuff like that. But you are very much in a part of this. And no matter, and I loved it the way you, um, we get a lot of good com, uh, com, uh, comebacks, you know, out there in the park. It's like, oh, some barrels. Yeah. yeah. And they're all for it. <laughs> and, you know, and um, and they enjoy it. So the ripple effect is same thing with, you know, I always think of like Billy Graham, who, um, who taught him and who was his mentor. And did his mentor know that he was going to do, 
the the work that he's doing for the Lord. So that's what same with um, for you out there who are listeners out there. You can you can be just a, mar, a part of this as much as um, Javier is, and and be a part of that ripple effect. You know, Ed, I know that you are looking. To, you're just sitting there saying, "Man, I can't <laughs> wait to ask him a question." So why don't you go ahead and. Give him um, Okay, well, first of all, to kind of follow up what you're saying, mm-hmm. you know, no ministry is successful by itself. Amen. If you don't have prayer, you don't have people donate, and if you don't have people out there doing the, the legwork, a ministry will not su- be successful. So we appreciate you helping us on that end, and you do get out once in a while and help, like you went with John on, with the hot team and some things like that. Uh, I think it's great when a sponsor wants to go see what you're doing. Uh-huh and actually be a part of it but some people say well all i can do is donate or all i can do is pray for you but you know that's what makes a ministry successful is when you have the complete package donation prayer and people to do the legwork i got a scripture when i was thinking about last night on a scripture that would fit and uh, i came up with second corinthians 9 starting at verse 6 i'm going to read verse 6 through verse 9 and then I'm going to kind of explain why I felt it was uh, a good scripture for what we're talking about today. It says, remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. And it's kind of the same, uh, I know a lot of these religions talk about planting seeds, but and that's what he's talking about here, but it's the donation. Um uh, the ripple effect, as John's talking about. You give us uh, the burritos. Uh, the people like the burritos. They come back for the burritos. We're allowed to share Christ with them because they're coming back for the food. So that's the kind of ripple effect that, that we look at. Verse 7, you must each decide in your own heart how much to give. And don't, I love this, don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I get a little upset at these uh, people who call you on the phone and they want you to give to their donation, and they put a lot of pressure on you to give. And just because of that, I don't give. And here's here's one reason why. I don't give under pressure. I give because God tells my heart to give. So, <laughs> and uh, verse, says, verse 8 says, And God will generously provide all you need, and then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. So we kind of talked about that a little bit last week is uh, God gives back to you as you give, and that's the purpose, so you can continue to share, so you have the resources to help. And then the, the last one is verse 9. It says, as Scripture says, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. That kind of pictures this, uh, the book of life. Here's your name, and right next to it, you write, gives to, gives to uh, trans, con, uh, Cornerstone Transitional Housing. That's, that's going <laughs> to be uh, something in your, in your uh, book of life. One of the reasons I, I went to this, I'm getting, I'm getting to a question here, so let's <laughs> just get a long way around. Um, but one of the reasons I geared to this is because you have the most positive attitude and it's, it's really an enjoyment to talk to you because everything that comes out of you is positive. Yes. And when you're dealing with the homeless, you get a lot of negative. So you find somebody that's positive, you kind of focus in on them. 
And I really like that. And you've helped us in some suggestions and things we can do. So you've been an asset helping us in in the administration of this, and uh, and you've given generously to us. So I thought when I read this, I thought that kind of points out to you really really well. You've been successful in your business, and God has blessed you with different things. So my question is this, and it's a it's a personal one. Um, John kind of asked the question I was going to ask, so I'm going to make this kind of personal. For you personally, when you deal with the homeless at your business, they're outside asking for money. Uh, sometimes they come inside, and you were I, I kind of chuckled. You were telling them to lock themselves in the bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> and you deal with these kind of things. What motivates you personally to look through all that and want to donate and help those same people that are that are giving you a problem? Hmm. Well. Um one big thing is just understanding. So when you see somebody with a, even with somebody with acting, whatever they throw at you, right? I mean, it's biblical. It's it's you know they the problem is not what you're seeing. The problem is that they're broken. So once you could, could connect that, then you kind of have a different lens, you know. And then yeah, they're doing this. They're acting. I mean, gosh, we've at, at some point in our life we've all done stupid things, irrational <laughs> oh, things, yeah. and it's yeah. not really. It's not because you're homeless. It's not because you're this. I mean, it's just they're, they're all broken. So when they – if you could put that lens on, man, it changes your whole perspective Amen. on life. And, um, I mean, it gives you a chance to actually help people. And I think I told you guys before, it's kind of one thought that went through my head is like the world says give people what they deserve, right? And and, and that's why a lot of these people are where they're at, homeless, they – did this wrong, they did that wrong, so it all piled on and they quote-unquote got what they deserve by the world standards, right? You know, but God says, give people what they don't deserve. Oh, you know? And that's the grace, right? Amen. And amen. you, and that's what it's all about, you know? And But it's hard. I mean, again, we're in this world. We're trying to live life. We're trying to run businesses. We're trying to, we're doing all these things, but it's, and, my, and it's not easy. It's not easy at all, but it's, you got to look kind of past everything and ultimately have that, um, got to find the good in it and, 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 and be willing to like me personally is me personally with the business, with my team, with my family, we've all gone through struggles. But when you realize that that pain and all those struggles you go through, that could actually help someone else. Cause stuff that I've gone through, you know, I could use my struggles to provide hope to someone else. And really that's what it is. You know, people are broken and they need hope. And, and I know that's what you guys do. You guys go out there you connect with them individually. They, you know, like I said, they might go through life with always getting what they deserve. You know, like, oh, they did this wrong. They did that. They had this addiction. So they got what they deserve, right? But the where you can really change is when you connect and you, give, and, and you show them grace. That might be the first time in their whole life that somebody stopped right. and was like, wow, the, who am I to get this grace, right? And and I think that's and, and when and I think when you've experienced it personally, it's easy to recognize it and give it. But um, yeah, so that's does that answer your question? That does answer my <laughs> yeah, question, that's and great. that's uh, that's why I say you're such a positive person that you can look beyond the the things that are negative and drag you down and see the positive side of of helping people. We're fortunate; we get to see the positive side in that when people do succeed and start getting off the street. 
we can watch their their attitudes change. We watch uh, their continents change because they're starting to be successful instead of failing. Mm-hmm. And and so it's people like you that bring us uh, that help us to get people to that point. Yeah. And so we just just to let you know we really appreciate all that you do for us. Yeah. And then me as a you know as a community partner because mm-hmm. my family we're entrepreneurs. We get out. We we like to create right. But it's awesome, you know. You guys are out there. You're rooted. You're, you you have all the connections. You're 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 moving the mission forward for us to be able to support it. It's actually kind of refreshing because we don't have to be out there creating because that's all we do as a business. Yeah. You know, there's so much involved. But for us to be able to support, I mean, and, and like we talked about is, yeah, just because even though I'm not out there, as long as we're supporting you, I, we do have a part a hand in that. Absolutely. And it's and it's and that's kind of. And once you get that mindset, then you just want to give, you know, like you said, the, the pressure kind of goes away because you want to give as much as you can, you know, yeah. and that, that is the goal. It's like, we've been blessed with a lot of experience, resources, and it's like, okay, so how can we parlay this into something bigger? You know, yeah. not just, cause we're limited too. like we, we, myself, I can't go do all these things, but if I could uh, support the right people, it's, you know, so. You know, I um, mean, it's so good, Ed. I love to hear that because you know he he is. Yeah, I mean, he's just as much as the team as him standing out there with us than what um, what he's doing. So, yeah. well, when you when you consider the team as everybody that's involved, you have the team that goes out and deals with the people on the street. You have the the uh, sponsors that uh, sponsor you, and you mm-hmm. have those that pray for you. That's the team. Absolutely. That's the whole team. And if you don't have a complete team. You're not going to succeed, and we've been we've been pretty fortunate in in having a complete team in most of what we've done. Yes, and you know I want to put out there too, Javier. You actually um, not only help supply the food, you also help with your donations and that, and that helps put people into hotels. So we get to work with them in the hotels and try to get them, you know, into homes or into a program or whatever they need at that time. Some need to be going to a program to beat addictions. Some don't need that, and some don't need just to go straight into a home and get back in their lifestyle again. So, I mean, you do – it's a little bit of everywhere. So you got that covered really well. So I, I just want to say thank you for, you know, for, the you know, Cornerstone Transitional Housing for being such a great part of that. I mean, um, your you know, your blessings are upon them, and they're so grateful. And I love the way you said about grace and hope. I know that you have a scripture. Would you like to go ahead and read that? I, I, um, yeah. Okay, so it's uh, Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. Mm-hmm. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus, to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. Amen. Amen. I, that's beautiful. Well, you know, Javier, would you um, have any uh, last comments you'd like to share with the audience? Yeah. yeah, so just kind of reflecting on, you know, our our relationship over the past year. Um, like I said, it's, it's um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be able to partner. Like I said, we donated the food. We donated Um, and it's, I just, my challenge is to anyone out there that wants to connect, connect with you. I mean, I know you, once you connect, you're going to give them all the information they need, but, but to support you, it's in, it it starts small. It doesn't have to be big. I mean, it can be big, but it it, it could be big or small, but the main thing is to start and then everything will just kind of grow from there. And, and I could say that by supporting you, supporting other causes, 
where I've seen things just evolve and it's just, you really just see, like you said, planting the seeds and Mm -hmm. it, um, it just makes a difference. And it's, and, and, and and on on my end, it's exciting and it's, it's awesome to know that we're providing hope and, um, in, in ways that we can never, we could never do individually. So it's great to be able to connect with partners like you guys that are out there, you know, and, but all also, like you said, working together as a team to really right. get this thing moving and make a Absolutely. difference. So it's exciting. You know, I'm just so grateful and I'm just thankful that God has put you in our lives. You have definitely a heart for the Lord. I can definitely tell that. And your, your grace and your hope and you giving back is just, uh, I, I can't tell you enough how grateful and thankful we are. So we appreciate all that you do in Sobreros and tell your uh, family too. thank you very, very much. I know it's a team effort and it's a family <laughs> effort too, right? Because they are the number one team. Um, you know, um, you know, time goes so quick and, um, and you know, our time is coming to an end. I just want to tell you, you know, Javier, I'd love to have you back on if you can have, find a time for us. Yeah, we'll connect again in the future for sure. Absolutely. We'll love to hear that. And, Ed, we, this has such a, been a great time. You know, I just want to give a shout-out. Thank you, Javier, for the burritos and all the support that you do for the homeless and the community. That's the main thing. You're giving back to the community. It's just not only for the homeless itself. You're giving back to them. So I want to give you a shout-out. Thank you. I want to tell thank you to Steve Forsythe at the El Cajon Westland Church. Hey, Steve, thanks for all your help that you do when you provide for us, too. Um, we are a 501c3 nonprofit. Um, nonprofit. Your donations are tax-deductible, so whatever you give, it is tax-deductible. I just want to give a shout-out to the West, um, El Cajon Westland Church. Uh, they are having a craft fair. Uh, for you out there, listeners, and if you want, you're interested in um, selling crafts or doing any of that, get in contact with Alcon Western Church. Uh, you can talk to Tammy or Lynn. So, um, my number here, if you ever want to get a hold of us, is 619 715 6915. Again, that number is 619 715 6915. Folks, it's been a great time. Thank you, Javier, and God bless every one of you, and just Thank you so much, and we praise you, give glory to God, and amen. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise.